Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey guys, and welcome to the Moms and Murder podcast, a true crime podcast featuring myself, Mandy, and my dear friend, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Mandy. How are you? I'm doing great because today is the day we've been talking about to our listeners for a while. We have a little bit of a different episode today with some special guests. Uh, Today we have Kristen Hensley and Jen Smedley of I Mom So Hard. Uh, Melissa, do you want to tell us a little bit about I Mom So Hard and who they are and what they do? I know some people probably already know who they are. Yeah. Probably a lot of people, but. (laughs) So we didn't do a great job in our interview with them explaining who they were, so we wanted to add this little intro. So they actually started um, about a year ago with these videos about parenting and just the funny life stuff that nobody tells you about with parenting. So it's not like, oh, my life's so great. Look at my Instagram account. It's mostly like my kid pooped on me and I caught it while putting Desitin on another one. Random, like real life things that happen to you. And they're just super, super funny. They're comedians out of LA. And so they started making these videos, I mom so hard. So they do, I mom so hard. I wine so hard. I drink wine so hard. (laughs) All these things. And they're huge. Like they took off They're mostly – you mostly find them on Facebook, but you can find them on YouTube as well. So a few of our listeners had told us, like, how great they were and that we should connect with them. And so we reached out to them and – They said yes. They said yes for reasons I still don't understand. So um, what you're going to hear is our little interview with them. And it's less murder this week. There's some 
murder talk and crime talk. But it's mostly moms. Mostly mom stuff. So we appreciate you guys listening. We will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Just thought this would be a nice little break for you guys um, and hope you enjoy. Today we have with us Kristen Hensley and Jen Smedley of I Mom So Hard. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, we're good. I mean, we're and by good, you know, we we count good as a six. Yeah, Yeah. six. (laughs) Six. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, anything above like a three is a good day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm thinking like between Jen and I, as an average, we're a six. Yeah, that's that's where yeah, we're each a three. We're that's, each a three, yeah. but that's actually sure, a combined total. <laughs> combined yeah, total. <laughs> no one's on life support. You're doing really good. I I mark oh, that as a yeah. plus on my day. Oh, so you jinx us. Yeah, today. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot of hours left in the day. <laughs> so, ladies, uh, we had contacted you guys way back in early November, and uh, we had seen one of your. Facebook videos where you had been discussing your guilty pleasures. And one of the things that you guys mentioned was that you loved true crime podcasts. And that was a fun fast uh, pastime for you guys to do whenever you were laying in bed or doing all the other things that moms do. So that's yeah. kind of how we came to um, get in touch with you guys and get you on the show. So we're really, really excited about that. But um, would you like to tell us a little bit about how you guys met? Sure. Um, we, it's actually really funny because Jen and I are both originally from Nebraska and, uh, you know, it's not, not a lot of people in that state. And yeah. then we both went to school in Lincoln and, but we never met there. So we had all the same friends. We were doing the same thing. Um, she was going to Westland and I was going to the university and like our paths never crossed, which was so weird because my college roommate was actually in a comedy show with her. And I'm certain I saw that show. I probably just was hammered and don't, <laughs> but then, um, and then we both moved out to LA, still had never met. And then we ended up at a, we had still had all the same friends. We were doing all the same things. We, it's insane how many people we knew in common. Then we ended up at this comedy show that my friend was in. There were literally three people in the audience. I was one of them. Jen was in the, uh, in the comedy show. And I remember thinking, oh, she's really funny. And then we, um, went to uh, have beers afterwards in the parking lot, as you do at a very small theater in LA in the outskirts of town and quickly figured out that we were from Nebraska. And then it was just like a Rolodex of names coming out. It was like made us <laughs> angry. Yeah. Uh, how many people, every party we go to, she knew more people at my wedding than I did. Oh. <laughs> a Florida beer or it sounds like a, a Florida party to be out in the parking lot drinking beer. So I'm glad to see that spreads all the way to LA. <laughs> in LA, they think it's kitschy, but in Nebraska, where we're from, it's just, you know, a, a Tuesday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is there anything you guys actually, I shouldn't say actually, is there anything you guys miss about being in Nebraska? Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to lead with the cost of real estate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's what you don't do. You don't drink wine and then Zillow Nebraska real estate because <laughs> you live in California because all you'll do is cry and you'll look at the beautiful pictures and the big yards and the big houses and the perfect schools. And you're, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, and your, your standards get really pretty low in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm you're like, like – <laughs> at a preschool just where I'm, I'm betting my kids won't get stabbed or something. 
Yeah. And then you go to Nebraska and like the basements, like the, the square foot of the basements are bigger than the square foot oh, of yeah. our homes. Yeah. You know, you just get, my mom comes out and she's like a two one. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what I can afford. <laughs> uh, so is there anything that you don't miss about Nebraska? <laughs> I love Nebraska and all its glory. Those winners can go shove it right up their ass. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> There's no school because it's so cold today there. Yeah. It got canceled because of wind chill. No, thank you. No, so not, not snow, just wind chill. The cold. No, the snow is amazing. It's that wind chill that like you walk out and it peels your skin and your hands don't work. And like, it, I, I remember as a kid that we would, they would make us go to recess when it was that cold. And there were these like half tires that were in the playground and we would, bundle up there would be eight of us in a tire just <laughs> each other's body heat like we were trying to survive like i don't know like, like the, the yeah wasn't james franco in that movie <laughs> yeah do you mean like the, the um, half, tra- half tractor yeah tire? the half tractor tire and it would oh, stick out of the ground you know and we'd yeah. all climb in and like bundle up and yeah. we would climb on top of each other and then they would call recess and all of us had like snot attached to our <laughs> yeah Cold. Yeah, God love Nebraska. Like, I don't know, like I don't know how moms do it in the cold oh, weather no. either. With yeah. like bundle them up, get them in the car seat, then they have to break the car. Yeah, you, <laughs> I think they should make a snowsuit that you can pee in, and that's for both adults and children. <laughs> I think you're onto something. That's like a Shark Tank idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that too, and my husband's always like, "You can't just call the Shark Tank idea unless it's a fully fleshed business." Oh, you oh, can. Yeah, I've seen some pretty, pretty uh, not worthy things on that show. So. I agree. My That's... husband is wrong, which is usual. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, how did you guys actually decide to start? I mom so hard. This is like a mom sensation. Everybody we know loves you guys and has told us about you all. And uh, <laughs> how, how did this get started? How did this brainchild come to be? Well, I always like to say because Kristen's kids are six and four. And mine are almost five. Well, actually, they're both both really close to five. Eleanor and Dash, Eleanor's Kristen's daughter, and Dash is my son. They're six weeks apart. And then um, Kristen has one that's, or her son Finn's two years older. And then I have a daughter who's two years younger. So they're spread out. So we have two double fours and a six. Sorry, I can tell that in a more boring, long (laughs) way. But so. Uh, Kristen was like my parenting guru, so to speak. Which I was like, just oh. tells you how desperate she was. Yeah. <laughs> She's done this longer and her kids look healthy. So what do I, and so I would go and tell her like all the ways I was messing up. And she was like, well, yeah, of course. Like everybody <laughs> does that. So we, our families were together at her house one night, uh, and the husbands had the kids outside and we we're having wine in the kitchen and we just started laugh crying about how ridiculous. Yeah. We were like, why? Like crying. Like, why doesn't anybody tell you the truth? Like everybody's got perfect Instagram pictures and perfect Facebook videos and everybody's sweet and having all these like amazing moments. And like my kid dropped the F bomb at school and like, (laughs) I am, I'm sucking at this. And so I think Jen and I having a comedy background, luckily, because I feel like that helped us cope. Oh, yeah. Like we thought, 
well, let's do this thing on our terms and let's, let's, we weren't quite sure what it was. And we thought, let's, we've got this idea and let's work it out. And so that's how we sort of shot the first video. And then we went about it the wrong way. We, we went into it sort of being like TV hosts when we first did it. Cause we thought the only way we, we just needed to be peppy. Yeah. But then, but then the real life circumstances of what we were doing like we're, are, we're leading the charge. Like I was on my, I was having a raging period. It felt like I was going to die. And <laughs> Jen had like not slept in two weeks cause she was nursing Delilah. And here we are trying to be like these like moms that were, everything is okay. And then we started shooting and we introduced our kids' names and Jen forgot Delilah's name. I love and we, that. <laughs> And so in that clip, she was four months old and (laughs) never used her name. (laughs) Everybody's on the fence for the first four months. You're like, do I like the name? Is it legal? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can we change it Um, still? (laughs) I actually know someone who changed their baby's name when he was like eight weeks old, but then they changed it back to the original name. That was real confusing. Funny. I like that. I'm I'm on the fence about my daughter's middle name. Like I was like, I'm like, but we'll just tell people it's different. We gave our daughter a stripper middle name just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and, 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 you know, she'll, we'll, we'll call it something else. Like she'll be like a, an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, so we did the first video and there's just this moment where Jen forgets Delilah's name and I laugh really loud. And we knew mm-hmm. like in that moment, that was kind of the universe saying like, this is the it felt good to us. And we thought, I wonder if it will translate to everybody else. So we posted just that, but we didn't even have a Facebook page. And then it, all of a sudden we had like, we, and then the next day we did a Facebook page, like official page. And we ended up with like 5,000 followers. And we were, we were like, between the two of us, we don't know that many people. How right. can, who's following us? And that's when we realized like, Oh, and we were reading the comments and we were like, it's other moms. This is awesome. So then we shot another Mother's Day video. And that, and then after that, we did like hemorrhoids. And then it started to really like. <laughs> it <laughs> all yeah. starts with hemorrhoids. Yeah. It all starts that's, with hemorrhoids. And yeah. really, that's where we all begin as humans. <laughs> uh, that's our all baseline. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Oh, I really appreciate it so much too, because, um, you always see that like, you know, people on social media and even moms and everybody just wants to do that, you know, perfect life thing that, you know, they put that out there for people to see, but it's not really reality. And then even I have a hard time not comparing myself to seeing what I see online. I have to remember that's not real. So I love what you guys are doing because, uh, that's real and that's accurate. You know, that's really what motherhood is like and what life is like as a mom and having young kids. And, uh, it's, it's not always fun and it's not always put together. So I love that you guys do that and put yourselves out there like that. I think it's so great. And, um, yeah, I just love it. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah. And you're typically, uh, like scrolling social media, either in the bathroom or like in a closet hiding snacks from your children. So the last thing I want to see about is somebody's perfect vacation or everybody in white shirts and jeans, you know, on the Uh, beach with their photo. I can't take it. I will flush my phone down the toilet if I see one more of those. (laughs) I I know. I'm telling you the time Christmas cards, man. Oh yeah. I I didn't do them this year. We didn't do them. We have yet to have a family photo that Eleanor's in. Like we have one with Finn because he's first kid. So like we yeah. did like, you know, the ones and even on that day, I can remember being like Colin and I were arguing cause he wore a crappy sweater and like, you like our, our, yeah. our, 
like smiles are super forced. It looks like we're like, pull them back, pull them back, make it look like a smile. Like nothing about it was fun, but you get this image that seems perfect. And it's, right. it's just not, look, we all have those pictures on our phone where you look at them and you're like, oh my God, they're being so sweet right now. And like, and that's because it's butted up to them being nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mother-in-law this year for Christmas cards, she actually took my kids, brought them to get pictures, printed them out, gave me the cards, gave me stamps, and told me to send that, them out to people. So she needs to come over. <laughs> she's awesome. But I just loved it. She knew I was not – there was just no way I was going to do it on my own. So she figured that out. Um, we did have a question about your comedy background because we're super – interested and I, I just find it so fascinating. Obviously sure. you guys did so great with I Mom So Hard, you know, that that kind of took off for you quickly, but you have a, a long history of comedy. And if I remember correctly, you guys started in Second City. Were, were you with Second City or yeah, we have we both have varying backgrounds in comedy. Uh I think this is I'm this is Kristen. Yeah. I, I sort of Second City and then went to IO and then the West Side Comedy Theater where I met my husband. So that's my theater of choice. Um, but really just improvising all over town. I was with a sketch group for like five years and we did like a really fun musical uh, sketch show. And then that all kind of slowed down when kids came around. You know, it's just hard to do those shows. They're late night. They're yeah. hard, harder in terms of just collecting people. Um, and I think that was a natural transition for me to go into stand up and then then Jen and I started working together. It was kind of all it, you know, the years of doing comedy sort of all mushed together. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like three years, but it really is like, well, we're only 28. So how, what's the math on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to start faking some numbers right now. So uh, graduated in 2002. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We, the, we both had done like, you know, um, improv and stand up and sketch and, um, writing and like, usually kids are just supposed to like kill your career. Uh, if you're really, if you're anything, if you're like, anything, I, I it mean, kills your career period. I, yeah. We met, we met physicians that have quit their job. Yeah. Like, they, they couldn't remember how to do yeah. it anymore. Right. So, um, we, we didn't expect, but I guess it's like, you just, like, we didn't expect motherhood to help our career like yeah. be able to yeah. combine <laughs> things that we love that feels impossible to us but we I mean probably I would say probably because part of the reason that we're such good friends is that we make each other laugh about all of our failures which is how we figured out like the tone of the videos yeah. was if it if we make the other one laugh then we know it's probably gonna make somebody else laugh yeah that's... for sure um so into the vein of comedy. Well, first of all, Kristen, you were on my favorite show, Parks and Rec, and I was so excited to see you on there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was like the most thrilling thing ever. Um, it was the most thrilling thing ever for me too, because I didn't get many opportunities like that. So I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. I read on your IMDb or something and I was like, hold on, how did I miss that? And then I watched it. And I was like, really? oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah like two credits on there. I, I'm surprised you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. But your comedy background obviously led you guys to your live show. We just got to see you in concert, not in concert, in concert, in your yeah, show. Is that yeah. what they call it? We'll they call, call it a concert. concert. 
Yeah. You rocked our world, so I'll say concert. <laughs> um, back in, in Hollywood this past week, and you guys put on an amazing show. So much high, like high energy. I I was tired watching you, to be honest I'm with you. I was tired doing it. Yeah. How? We, how? Honest, <laughs> at any point were you like, man, they should be thinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But I really couldn't figure out. I was expecting you guys to come out jokes, video, but it was physical comedy in my, I mean, if you stand up, I think it's physical comedy. So I'm probably, (laughs) I'm basically Mariah Carey being wheeled from place to place. I want to do something I can sit down. I know, you know, if you can get the people to wheel you, that's the way I say you go. But, um, how, how, how did you guys come up with, um, the show, like the, having the live show? Well, I think that obviously we've, you know, Jen and I, we love performing together. We had done a lot of improv together and we knew like, it felt like a very natural transition to go from the playroom onto the stage simply because it all became from a very sort of true place of like, we want to meet these women Mm -hmm. that are following us. Like, how do we do that? How do we, and we go, Oh, we get on stage. And for us, it felt like the stuff that maybe that didn't make the video or the writing that we had done, cause we had done so much, we could put that on the stage. And then obviously my, my husband was a, he's a, our live show director and um, he's one of the owners of the West Side comedy theater in Santa Monica. We were able to use the, they were so generous, let us use the space and we were able to sort of beat it out fairly quickly. And then we had to turn it around because we did, five shows in Nebraska and we had never put it on its feet before we did it in front of a thousand people. Never. <laughs> no, only one friend, Dana Powell saw it for us, gave us notes. And we were like, don't you lie to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend. About It was, I mean, people always ask about like the transition, but in my head, there was kind of no transition. Yeah. Somebody asked us like, uh, well, a show promoter said, Hey, could you do this as a live show? And we were like, you mean do the thing that we sit in chairs in the playroom doing? Just stand up and do that? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it's kind of the same thing, basically. Yeah. And it all kind of came from um, a moment where a toy company saw some of our toys, a toy company called Fat Brain Toys, saw some toys in our playroom. Mm-hmm. And they're a Nebraska-based company. And they were like, hey, do you want to come back to Omaha to do a show? And we're like, well, if we're going to do a live show, the first show we got to do is home. We got to go home. Right. And we were like, yeah, that's awesome. And they were like, when? And they were like, oh, in two weeks. And we were like, okay. Wait, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> so we really got together for like three pretty big rehearsals. We were not off book. I mean, we did as we, we had like, like a big thing on the floor so we could see where we, what beats we were doing next. But like, it was so fast, but it really got us in motion. And then we went, did five sold out shows in Nebraska. So Nebraska, Fat Brain Toys, Jen's dad for buying fat brain toys. Uh, (laughs) Put us on the map. There you go. Oh. Um, so, of course, at your live show that we were just at, we um, – well, I was drinking wine right along with you guys. Melissa had Diet Coke because she was worried she was going to have to fend off like some kind of – We stayed in of, a sketchy hotel and yeah, I we needed did. my wits. <laughs> I needed to be alert. So I drank Diet Coke, but Mandy was drinking wine. I was drinking wine. Along with but, 100% of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so – but we were wondering, when you guys are up there on stage, are you actually drinking wine or is it like a yeah. fake out? No. It's real. What? And in fact – it's real. And in fact, like 
there's been a couple shows where I've been parched and I was like, I was, my, my mouth was dry. And so I would take big gulps to like, (laughs) Oh God, I, my cheeks are red. I'm about to get real charming. Like I need to chill. But yeah, we don't drink a lot, but yeah, there's something about it that makes it very communal. That's something I'm learning or have learned about this is like in the videos and on stage, I think people think we're way, we're wasted. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, that's not even the worst. Sometimes we do a lot of laughing on our show too. And we've had people ask us if we're high while we're recording. So we're familiar with that. Yeah. We have the giggles. Yeah. People think we're drunk all the time and we're not, I don't, I don't know what that means. the, The hard part for me is like, I'm like, is it better if I say I'm drunk or if I don't, don't. say? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, explain your slurring. Yeah. yeah like, we're, I mean, we do. We drink. A, a, for us, it, it the wine thing, like, I tried actually at one point to drink, like, I think I tried it, like, one time in a rehearsal to have, like, grape juice just to see. And first of all, the sugar went right to my head. And second of all, it feels, like, fraudulent. And it, there is mm. something communal about cheersing and toasting and bring it. And it's like that one point where it's not about getting hammered. It's about having a moment with your friends and, and these lady friends that we haven't met yet. And to toast feels really, really important. It's like, I don't know there. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, unless somebody says I have to get off a wagon. (laughs) Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. Yeah. (laughs) I totally agree. Are you ready to revolutionize the way you enjoy food and essentials at home? Introducing DashPass from DoorDash, your ultimate ticket to convenience and savings. With DashPass, you gain exclusive access to unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts that will leave your wallet smiling. Whether you're craving the flavors of your favorite restaurants, need groceries from across town, or anything in between, DashPass ensures that everything you need is just a few clicks away, delivered right to your door. With DashPass, not only do you enjoy $0 delivery fees, but you'll also benefit from lower service fees on eligible orders, making it the most affordable way to satisfy your cravings and stock up on essentials from your local favorites. What I really love is how quickly DashPass pays for itself. On average, it takes just two orders, which makes it a no-brainer investment for your budget. And as if that weren't enough, DashPass grants you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, adding an extra layer of excitement to your DoorDash experience. You get all this for only $9.99 a month, which is a small price to pay for unlimited convenience and savings. My family and I have had DoorDash for the past year or so, and while I make most meals at home, I don't know that I could mom without it. I used it twice just this past week while we were dealing with a stomach bug at home, and it was so nice to have and to be able to focus on getting better and not running all over town to pick everything up for everyone. Don't wait. Sign up for DashPass now and unlock a world of possibilities, all from the comfort of your home. DashPass from DoorDash, delivering joy, convenience, and savings straight to your doorstep. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we know you guys are really interested in true crime or podcasts and that sort of thing. What kind of led you to to the world of true crime? Oh, boy. I, you know, first of all, for me, it was a real young person was unsolved mysteries because it would on. Oh, God, I'm dating myself. It would only come on like once every three months. It wasn't a weekly show. Was it? No, not not on the beginning. In the beginning, or it just felt like months in between. (laughs) Oh, maybe I'm thinking of America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted was weekly. That was Saturday nights with cops. Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm a big cops fan as well. That's your lineup, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then, you know, it would come on every three months, and I was riveted. I was like, oh, God, there's all these crimes that need to be solved. (laughs) And I wait for the next one, and I, you know any book in that direction, any show in that direction, that's, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. I, and I uh, grew up in a town in Nebraska that had a serial killer. So I think I had like, I don't know, Stockholm syndrome is the right thing, but <laughs> where you feel like I need to know this better. So it's less scary to me, maybe. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's get research. I think Stockholm syndrome is you fall in love with the series. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's what you want nope. to talk about right now. That's I've a dated different some show. Bad dudes. I'm but willing not to that say, bad. but never like pen palled anyone in prison. There's never. Well, let's not. There's well, a new not. reality show about that that I'm super loving. Love after lockup. That's my <laughs> promo for that show. I can't with her in reality shows. I, I'm done with this conversation. Yes. <laughs> no, it's women who marry guys who are coming out of prison. It's fascinating. Totally fascinating. They might they could call that women with low standards. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard from what I hear, these dating apps are really terrible. So why not? Like, yeah, you know. at least you know what you're but, getting. So I became like uh, I started reading books about. I'm sure, like all of my books on my bookshelf, they're about serial killers or self-help. So it looks like I've got major problems, but I started <laughs> reading like killer books in, in high school and, um, th- I just got hooked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my ninth grade speech team, uh, uh, topic was on cults and my mother was like, what is wrong with you? I was like reading Helter Skelter and like, I was like, <laughs> I looked like I was 10. So like, it was so bad. They were like, Oh God, she's going, it's, we're in trouble. But I, I just found it all fascinating. I've yeah. not read your sculpture. So I feel like I should lay that on the table right now. My it's, mom, it's kind of censored it. Once she saw me reading it, she was like, no. And yeah. a girl in my town wrote him in prison and he wrote back. And so then the family was so terrified. Charles Manson wrote back. So then the family was so terrified that he had their address. I'm like, they're not coming to Central City. But yeah. (laughs) Did you know about the, like that cult, this combines the two, the like cult, like murders in Rulo, Nebraska? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of serial killing going on in the Midwest. You guys. Yeah. 
time and uh, and talking about it. Yeah. Well, Florida, we have our own problems, so I'm I'm excited to hear about these Nebraska cases. That's that's great. Yeah, Florida's all kinds of mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We keep like Dateline in business. This happens. It's going to happen in Florida. Oh, God. Yeah. Listen, we're crossing our fingers that the podcast eventually takes us out of the state of Florida and, you know, we can we can move somewhere else with this thing. We had <laughs> we had an overseas listener write us and ask us, um, what is actually the deal in Florida? I mean, it was very seinfeld us. Like, what's the deal with Florida? Like, no, she oh, really can, you expl- can, oh, can you can explain, explain Florida, Florida to me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we have no answer. We no, really have there's no, no answer. answer. Um, so do you guys have a favorite true crime podcast that you've listened to? I know we talked to you, Jen, a little bit um, after the live show, and you had mentioned that you like the podcast Serial and the oh. case that, um, that that one covers. Uh, do you guys have any other ones that you like to listen to? Um, For me, Serial was like the one. Right. Because uh, – I hadn't really jumped on the podcast thing until then. And then it became, it was like an, a floodgate. But for me, Serial, like the thing that was amazing about Serial is like, first there was nothing, right? There was like, it, nobody was talking about it. And then everybody's talking about it at the same time. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, you could literally be like pumping gas in the car next to you on a like emphatic phone call about who, who did it. And I would jump in. I'd be like, but you're not taking into account yeah that no one knows where his car was for two you know like right they're just really like i loved it because it felt like everybody was having the same conversation and it was that was what was really fun i'm super late to the podcast party just believe it or not like technology wise like i don't even know how to snapchat but like oh i don't know how to do that I neither just, do i yeah we serial it was the first one that i downloaded and then i did uh, start listening to Undisclosed, right? That's what it's called, right? Yeah, Undisclosed. Okay. But I did, I know you guys, we talked about this a little bit, and I know you disagree. I feel like it's kind of tabloidy. I think it's a little like less journalistically like straightforward. So yeah. I kind of like, I, I think it's because they're so, they're trying to prove that Adnan's innocent so bad. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. it Ben stuff a little bit. Yeah. I think he deserves a new trial, but I still don't know how I feel entirely. Oh, I don't know either. I'm, I got a lot of, I got a lot of, he deserves I, a new trial, but he did it. Yo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth. I, I can, I, I don't know. I think there's people to look at other than him. Yeah. I think the boy be looked at more closely. For sure. The um, second season of Undisclosed came was as close to me writing a possible killer as I've ever come. My husband had to talk me down. The guy that uh, they covered in their second second season, I That's felt terrible for. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Joey something. I can't remember his last name now. But yeah, I was like ready to write a letter. My husband was like, you've got to take a step back here. <laughs> you can't leave me just yet. Well, then that was about not to jump off podcast, but then no. in that at the same time, and I could be wrong because, like, this is all mommy years, so yeah, it yeah. could all make Then the one um, with uh, – what's his name? Oh, Making a Murderer. Making a Murderer. Yeah. And then the other one where the guy fesses up to it at the, the jinx. Jinx. Yeah. Oh, oh the burping. All of the burping. <laughs> oh I mean, yes. just his, like, disregard for anybody who he viewed as less than him, which was everybody, was his cavalier nature. I was like, that motherfucker. 
Yeah. <laughs> that guy was, yeah, that was, that's one of the more interesting ones I've seen. And if anybody doesn't know technology, it's that guy because he should have turned his mic off when he went to Good the Lord. Man. And then, like, also the keepers this year was big for me. Like, I, I just go into, like, it, it's literally like a problem. Like, I, I enjoy it too much. Yeah. Well, well you're speaking where, to the right people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I differ is she likes to read nonfiction or I'm sorry, fiction. Oh boy. <laughs> this is not a joke. Okay. Oh boy. She likes to read made up stories about based on true stories that are more compelling. Yeah. Or, or movies. And I feel like if I don't read something that's like nonfiction and true crime book or a documentary, I feel as though I've wasted that moment in time, like I. Well, but I loved like Forensic Files, Dateline, yeah, all, like all of like every version of Dateline, even the one where like they do the weird like voiceover thing where the like the people that I was walking through the park and then poof, cut to like it's oh, so yeah. like yeah, yeah. totally stylized. I'm like I'm on board, man. I'm gonna find out what <laughs> stepdaughter murdered the guy that owns the boat company. You know, <laughs> I'm on board. Which happened in Florida? No joke. Oh, always. Oh, that was the one. Well, there was a Florida boat one that Josh Mankiewicz talked to us about from Dateline where they like took somebody out to see, said they were going to buy his yacht. And then he just decided to kill them, dump their bodies and take the yacht. And I think he was a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, if I'm not mistaken, or I'm just confusing oh, all of stories. I'm lost now. <laughs> Did I see that one? That is one to look into. And I think it's even alleged he was a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Like, his IMDb was not up to date at all. Well, if his IMDb looked like mine, then that's... (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm confusing... I might be confusing it. There's, like, a forensic files where the mom and daughter were... uh, They got killed. This guy was doing boat rides. And they did, in Florida, figure out who did it. They went on the boat, and he... Killed them and dumped them in the ocean. You know what happens so much in Florida that <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of them, but it could have been part of a series of boat yeah. dumping <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Did, you guys, did you guys hear that story about uh, the guy who was actually a blood spatter expert and he killed like all the <laughs> just kidding. Dexter? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait a minute. Did you see me like I was, was like, I have not heard this? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that sounds awesome. Yeah, she's like his name is Dexter. Have you watched Dexter yet? It's a little too graphic for me. Oh, I can't get into it. I I did try. I know a lot of people loved it. I but feel like you love it. I know. I, I loved it until the last episode, and then I thought it was like the worst ever ending for a show. Ending. So yeah. I, don't I don't invest too much yeah. time into no. it. No, would not recommend. I'll tell you when I quit. I could really ruin it for somebody, but I know where uh, you're going. It. I quit watching it sort of mid run because of what happened with the wife. Yes. Like I spoil it, but I was like, you can't do that. You can't do that in a show. Yeah. It got worse though. He like, his sister fell in love with him. It got really, really weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I stick to shows. Even if I hate it more than anything, I will watch every last episode because I'm invested and I want them to like prove me wrong. I have like, Bits like especially like Game of Thrones. I have had so many conversations with my husband, and I'm like, "Who do they think they are? That they could just do six episodes and then wait another year? Like I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> like I'm just gonna stick around. <laughs> Nothing to do. 
And then sure enough, I'll be like hook, line, and sinker at the first new episode. Yeah. I won't miss it. Having a, a premiere party. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. does anybody want to come over? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those people, though, who doesn't watch a lot of TV unless I feel like it's I'm getting something out of it or it's worthwhile. She's a judgy TV watcher. I am a super judgy TV watcher. Melissa loves to watch reality TV and what I like to call trash TV. And I honestly don't know how she fits all of the, you know, fits them all in because she knows every show that was ever created on every network. Um, I don't know. I don't know how she does it. I don't know if you guys like does to watch that type of Does anyone hear the TV. judgmental tone or is it just me that hears <laughs> I feel like you've been preparing what? that for a while. <laughs> how junky are we talking? Because uh, Trashy, I like 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Gasp. That's not trash. That's a sociological experiment. Experiment. Well, we did. We did. <laughs> and I, well, you, when you get tired, you don't want to watch anything that makes you think. You just want right. to like sit with your mouth open and like stare at the TV and not have to. So we watched a, a lot of those actually. And like, uh, did you guys see Married at First Sight? I love Married at First Sight. <laughs> Jamie and what's his face? The ones that really like she hated him at first and then they fell in love and now they have a baby. <gasps> I love them. Okay. See, I haven't done a follow <gasps> Sorry. Yeah, I- Will we quit? No, that's I, fine. I follow them on Instagram. It's a whole thing. <laughs> really funny. I was on bed rest for six months with my second pregnancy. All I did was watch absolute garbage TV. I honestly think my IQ dropped a few points just from <laughs> sheer exposure. So I'm a little bit judgier now than I was then. I was like, all I watched was like, oh, she didn't know she was pregnant or didn't know. didn't know. Oh. I watched 100 episodes of that. There isn't one I haven't seen. And then I... <laughs> So much garbage. I watched, well, this wasn't garbage, but I totally watched true crime, everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like also garbage reality. I mean, I followed like basketball stars of Atlanta. Like I just was, I had nothing. Yeah. So oh. I, all I did was watch just trash. There's something on every hour. So if you're on bed rest, you can find something on every channel. I was oh, in- I, I, then I ate bagels and I gained 80 pounds. There great. you go. <laughs> I, yeah, go ahead. So um, getting back to – I'm just trying to I'm, – I'm trying to keep us reined in here for time's sake. <laughs> um, just getting back to um, the way you guys do your videos on Facebook, um, how do you guys come up with topics? Does it is it just kind of one of those things where you stumble into it, like something that you guys either say to each other or do and you're like, oh, that would be great for a video or is there some or, other process that you have? Or my friend judges my TV shows <laughs> and let's do a video. <laughs> that's a good topic yeah that's a good topic um i think that we just have real things happening in our lives and we have to say what they are and sometimes you especially now that we've done so many videos sometimes i think there's like this idea that it has to be a little snazzy but what we've realized is like the more specific it is to us and the more real it is to us the more relatable it is to everybody like you know um like anytime I feel like I'm compelled to talk to Jen about it and tell her like, I've got to tell you about this thing. I've got to tell you about this thing. This, you know, person took my parking spot or like, I'm like, I'm late all the time. Like those are things that feels like people can, women in in particular can latch onto. So we just really ask that question. Like what's going on with us that we feel like we want to talk about. That's a great way to do it. Um, Or is it all improv or there's a lot of writing that is involved with it? We do a lot of writing. We write first and then we, um, we, we have this kind of system that we've set up that works for us. We sort of, um, 
we write to sort of become a little bit more economic with our words. And then we, if something loosens up on the day, we let it go. We, we follow it and we yeah. see what happens. We tend to like, let's, let's like write stuff down, write our thoughts down on the topic so that we don't, our mom brains don't take over and we don't yeah. forget. But, um, it's, like, I don't know what Kristen's going to say, really, and she doesn't know what I'm going to say. I mean, well, we've we've read what each other's thoughts were to help inspire each other, but, yeah. like, it's not, like, it's scripted. Right. That's kind of similar to what we do, actually. When we first started the show, I um, would just write, like, a loose kind of outline, and then we would just wing it from there. But things went off the rails very easily that well, way. We're not so now, comedians. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, just with our conversations, we would get way off track and just be on something completely different. But um, now I do I, – we write a lot more of it down so that we can keep the general th- – you know, theme going in, in the right direction, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not go crazy. Well, we with also it. have our husbands on set and they help us with that. Cause they're like, will you get back to your point? Yeah. Then, <laughs> there's usually a couple marital glances that are very um, warm and friendly. And then we get back to it. Well, and you guys at you guys, actually you have it harder because I mean, you have like an hour and we'll, we'll usually shoot for like 40 minutes and cut it down to five. So we kind of, yeah. Can, yeah. Oh, um, the videos are taped in different rooms. Is there a different theme when you do a kitchen video versus a toy room video or? Oh, that's a good note. Well, we used to um, partner with Awestruck. Right. Um, and uh, we wanted the videos that we do for them to be like a little bit different than like our our standard fare, like our weekly videos. So um, we do the videos for them in Kristen's kitchen. Okay. And then we do um, the our weekly videos in my train room, our play area. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, so last thing about your videos, and then we'll get on to our quick little game we have. But um, we've noticed that with all of your videos, you guys seem to avoid getting political or – And we're not giving, asking you to. No, we don't want you to at all, <laughs> please, by all means. Because um, we don't either. We keep that completely separate from our show. We don't really – uh, think anyone wants to hear our opinions on anything, but um, we noticed that you guys also don't really get political, and you d- and you kind of don't go there with like the hot button issues. Is that something that you've done intentionally? Yes, yes. We, I mean, there's. We haven't really experienced it that much, knock on wood. Um, but there's, and and I, don't, I, I, we have talked to moms who said that they felt it where there's like this divisiveness or this like pitting like one parenting against styles next. against another. And why, 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 why bother bringing up anything yeah. like that? Because at the end of the day, you know, our politics are like, we love our kids. We love yours too. Yeah. Like that's right. That's all it boils down to. So why upset anyone? Yeah. My mom say um, to, to family before they came over for like Thanksgiving dinner or any sort of like any kind of (laughs) exchange, she'd say no talking about politics or religion. We're going to have a nice day. That's exactly it. Yeah. The thing is, is that it, 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 it should be um, a place where women moms can go and feel levity and lightness and friendship. And like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you believe or what I believe. If you have a sick kid, we're bringing over a casserole or if, you know, I'm sure that like, it doesn't matter what your religion is. I'm sure you have felt frustrated with your kid. We can all 
relate to that. So let's relate to that and like, let the rest be somebody else's issue. I love that. That's great too. Perfectly said. Um, Okay guys. So we have put together a quick little game for you guys. Um, We told you a little bit about it before we started recording, but it's kind of like a little never have I ever game. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say a parenting related thing. And then each one of you is going to say whether you have or haven't done that. And Melissa is taking uh, keeping points. So we actually already chose two of our listeners. We did like a little drawing earlier this morning. People asked um, if they wanted to be put in for the drawing. So um, Kristen's going to play for our listener, Paula D, and Jen's going to play for Megan G. So whichever one of you wins, whoever you guys are playing for, we're going to send them a little something from our show. So, um, And by winning, awesome. winning, you kind of lose. Yeah, like. but if you win, that really <laughs> means you kind of lose. But at least them, somebody got a prize for, for it. So. <laughs> confused by the rules, but I'm going to play along. (laughs) You'll see after I do the first one. So I'm just going to ask you like, uh, like, for example, the first one is um, never have I ever given my small child a soda to shut him up. If you've done it, you say yes. If you haven't, you say no. no. (laughs) Well, yes. Yes. Duh, right? See, you're already both winning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, realize my kid drank some of the wine out of my glass from the night before. Not yet. No. Couple close calls. <laughs> my daughter definitely asked me why my juice tasted really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's happened before. Well, sometimes Actually, I some, have a beer at Kristen's Yeah, that's Jen's son did have a beer at my house, but that was that's not wine. That's no. Beer. Well, that was yeah. just a Friday night. You got to kick your yeah. shoes off and yeah. No. Well, now because yeah. I used to make the mistake of um, having wine out of a plastic cup because I thought like. I don't want my kids to see mommy with a wine glass all the time, so I'll just put it in a plastic cup. Well, now I had to just stop doing that because if they see a plastic cup, they think they can just drink out of it. So uh, <laughs> I can't drink out of a plastic cup You learned cup your anymore. lesson several times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We went to a restaurant and Finn goes, I want a beer. And I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> what kind of plastic cup are we talking about? Like so- yeah, if it's a red solo cup, that's like <laughs> – the Florida State. One yeah. with the, like cup. big straw. Yeah. yeah. That's how classy <laughs> a we are. Straw. Yeah. Wine out of a red solo cup. That's exactly – that's my life right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one. Um, I hope this – you guys haven't done this, but we had people submit these and this is a popular one. Yeah. This is a really popular we one. A lot of people lot. said they did. I was really concerned. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh, left my child at church, the gym, baseball game, anywhere really, uh, only to receive a call hours later that the child was still there by themselves. <laughs> That is literally my nightmare. Yeah. That literally, oh, I have you. nightmares that I lose my kids in Target. Yeah. Um, no, I have never done that. We also live in Los Angeles, so it's a little bit different in that, like, it's just, it's when you live in a big city, you're, you're more on guard in that respect than I think if you were living in a little bit more low key of a city, I would, if I lived in Nebraska, I would af- absolutely have forgotten them like four times by now. Like, but I've never done it yet. <laughs> to be fair, all of these stories were basically like parenting in the 80s. Like I got a call from the church yeah. several hours later. So I feel like that was kind of par for the course at the time. So glad to hear we don't have to call DCF on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When they're older, when yeah. you're older, you just do it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. There you go. Okay. Next one. Uh, Witness my child wipe their butt with something other than toilet paper, like maybe a shower oh. curtain. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, my son wipes his penis on everything. (laughs) I'm going to give you a point for that. (laughs) 
I'm impressed if mine are wiping. That's yeah. my big. Yeah. I'm like, oh well, at least that's not. You know, we're not putting desitin on at night. <laughs> that's a good day. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, uh, so never have I ever told my kid his favorite stores were closed when oh, they weren't. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday. You yes. wanted to go to like a paid play area and I was like, it's a holiday. Yeah. Oh no. my gosh. I hate those paid play areas. They're always so overpriced and it's never that fun. I mean, at least not oh, for me because I'm agreed. not playing. <laughs> I agree. Tell you what though, if if you need a break, I'd pay but, double. I mean like But like at the mall there was one and it was fifteen bucks for a half an hour and there was nothing in it. I was like For half an not hour? Not even yeah, not even a like re- I was like absolutely not. Yeah. Do they no, I was like, you run amok in this mall before. <laughs> well, I used to take my kids to the mall play area too, but then um, – Ours is free though. We don't right. Well, this one is uh, not the one here. It was in another city I lived in. Um, but I recently went back to that mall and realized they had, uh, I guess I'm going to air quote, redone the kids area and it was all new. But all that was inside of it was gigantic plastic – like breakfast items, like I'm not even joking, and it's meant for like playing on, but it was like a piece of bacon was the slide, and then they had like a waffle with fake butter on top That's that like kids were climbing on. Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, it oh, was terrible. We used to go to the uh, place that had all enormous shiny fruit. Like banana and like my son would get in trouble for shoving other kids off the watermelon. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that at all. Okay, um, never have I ever made my kids lie about their age to get into something for free or less than the normal price. Oh, my God. My husband tried to do it at Disney, and I, like, caved. I, like, (laughs) I confessed. I confessed. That's how – that's why I'm, like, afraid to, like, ever talk to a police officer because I feel like I'm going to confess to a crime I didn't commit. Just A hundred percent. That's me. But I will say that would be hard because her son, Finn, looked like he was (laughs) – Well, you know, you have to prep your kid ahead of time because one time I tried to do it at Disney and, um, but they <laughs> asked my son how old they just looked at him and they're like, well, how old are you? Well, I tried to speak up and I was like, oh, he's three. And he goes, no, I'm not. I'm four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially at that age too. They're like, I'm three and five eights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be four in four days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just lie to them and skip birthdays real young. That way they can be like, seriously, I'm 11. And they can, like, they look old enough to vote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. All right. Two more. So uh, never have I ever considered cereal a dinner. Mm. The podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. The Actual the cereal. Yeah. Milk and cereal. <laughs> your kids cereal for dinner? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? A bad choice? No. no. That's a regular rotation at my house. Yeah. They've absolutely done that. Yeah, yes. Perfect. All right, last one. Uh, your entire family has eaten the same meal without anyone complaining. What? Wait, are we in La La Land? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we make you work hard for these points. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Did I cook it? Yes, you, yes, cooked, you it. cooked it. Uh, a whole meal without a complaint right. to date? No. Well, I hate no. to tell you, our kids are a little bit older and it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, if I made like a 
yeah, bowl of goldfish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's what we all ate. Maybe, but no, uh-uh. that's never happened at our No, house. never, ever. Not ever one time. No, don't hold your breath either. No. Okay, so you guys, uh, Kristen got five points. Jen got four. You guys are pretty close, but um, looks like our listener Paula D is going to get something from us. This is we're terrible. Paula. We don't even know what we're sending her, but oh. <laughs> yeah. but she will be getting something from us. No, you're good. You're good. You you sort of won at the same time, so yeah, I wouldn't feel He's too better bad. Than me. That's never been the question. <laughs> No, that's not happened before. No, that's all right. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We know you're incredibly busy. uh, Where can people find you Mm. on the internet? On Facebook is the best place for for you to see the videos. And then we do post a couple on YouTube just so everybody has access to them. But really following us on Facebook at iMomSoHard is uh, the best way to get notifications and see our new videos and what we're up to. Perfect. Well, you guys have a great week. Thanks for being with us. Best of luck in everything that's coming up in 2018. Thank you so much, ladies. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hello. My name is Kim, and I'm the host of a new podcast in this new year called People Are Wild. Join me, your friendly neighborhood ER nurse, as I discuss medical marvels and topics with a splash of tales from the emergency department. Let's face it. Our bodies are weird, so let's talk about all the wild things that they can do every week on a little thing I like to call Medutainment Mondays. That's medical entertainment smushed together, high-quality humor. That's what you have to look forward to every week. Find me on iTunes or your preferred podcast listening app. And remember, people, they're just wild. Hey, it's me, Javier, and I'm back with Pretend Radio. I continue to explore the concept of people pretending to be someone else, like Carl, who comes from a long line of con artists. My my father told me at a young age, he says, Carl, the two easiest things to sell anybody, anything that'll improve their looks and anything that'll make them money. And that's what you want to sell. But guess who else I have on the show? The FBI agent who busted him. Oh yeah. I also started doing a little digging and found this whole community of parents who are making their kids drink bleach to cure them from their autism. She said that parasites are causing autism and the only way to get rid of autism is to kill the parasites with this solution. So parents are giving it to their children and they're having sores break out on their children's arms. They are having um, bowel lining come out of their children. Also, I talked to a millionaire whose life was destroyed by a con man, but then ended up becoming a con artist herself. Plus, I tell a story I don't like to talk about often. It's my personal encounter with a psychopath. Pretend Radio Season 2 is coming soon. Subscribe to Pretend Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening to the Moms and Murder podcast. Make sure to check back with us next week for a new episode. You can also find us at momsandmurder.com where you can connect with us via social media. Please make sure you subscribe and give us five stars because giving us four stars would be a crime. Thanks so much.